We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise the continuing connections to lands, waters and communities. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. And welcome back to the Euro Trash Talk podcast, where me and my friends not only pick apart each of the songs of the Eurovision Song Contest, but we pick each other apart too. I am Jade, I'm your host, and I'm so excited to have you back for a second episode. And I want to thank all of you on behalf of all of my friends for tuning in to the first episode and sharing us with so much love. We have been super, super overwhelmed with how into it everyone has become even if you are new to the Eurovision Song Contest and uh, listening because uh, you're a maid of ours thank you thank you so much I am really excited moving forward we've sort of discussed as a as a group that to meet the episode deadline for the Eurovision Song Contest and talk about each of the countries before the actual grand final or even Eurovision week we might start releasing episodes bi-weekly it's either we talk about eight countries an episode, which is like a two-hour-long episode, or we do little stints where we sort of every few days release uh, an episode about an hour long, about four or five countries. And I'm really excited for you to hear uh, from more of my friends starting this week as well. Uh, we've got three more new friends on the podcast, which you will meet very, very soon. And this week, we're going to be talking about Azerbaijan, Portugal, Ukraine and Serbia. So if you are new to the Eurovision world, go and have a listen. I'm going to put the link of all of the songs of the contest in the show notes so you can just click on it and have a listen. You know, pause it here. I give you permission. Go and have a listen. But we're going to launch straight into it and uh, you're about to meet my friends. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So we have another three new hosts joining us right now two in studio and one remotely which is really cool and I'm just gonna go with who I can see in front of me first of all I'm gonna talk about yeah my green-haired little Grinch in the corner oh, the Gunch. <laughs> the, oh, the Gunch. The Gunch. introducing Zoe hello hi gay hi gay hi gay are you gay I'm so gay That's the gays so and cool. the days are here today they are they are <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that you're joining us this week Thank you. I'm very excited to have made the massive trek out to a, a location, location, a location in Greater Melbourne. That cannot be listed on this podcast for fear of being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. That's and okay. for trekking out so far. <laughs> Perfectly fine. <laughs> the other lovely person I have in studio with me today is one of my oldest Eurovision friends. Not in age, no, to in be a, very clear. But also in age. In, but also in age. Please welcome Holly. Hello. Hi, Holly. Hello. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. Terrified. Shit scared. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Don't worry. You're fine. And then also joining us, as I said, remotely, we have the elusive, yet <laughs> I would say uh, 
wrongly perceived at times. At uh, times. Someone whose reputation precedes them. Yes. Literally everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, Please welcome Aiden. That was... Am I meant to be insulted by that introduction? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Backhanded compliment. I really liked it. Hi. Hi, everyone. And they will continue. (laughs) (laughs) They should have a content warning about you, so that's fine. It's just his entire Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Don't check his Twitter feed, guys. Am I the Alan Jones of this podcast? Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely you are. The Joe Rogan podcast meets Australia. Oh, my God. I asked this question of my guests last week and got to know them a little bit. But I want to know from the three of you what you do outside of Eurovision, like what your life looks like. And yeah, when you're not talking about Eurovision, what are you doing? Zoe, we'll start with you. Yeah. So for work, I do graphic design and marketing. That's kind of my little niche. I don't know, outside of Eurovision, outside of work, it's just a lot of gigs, a lot of movies, a lot of um, staring at my housemate's cat. Cats. Love cats. cats. Love cats. Yeah. That's how I keep myself busy, really. I love that. Slay. <laughs> Slay, so Holly. Outside of Eurovision, I am doing a music degree where I pretty much exclusively perform Eurovision songs. Dude, and same. I write for a Eurovision news website and I go on TV quiz shows where my expert subject is Eurovision. I do other things too, I guess. You could, but, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's a big world of Eurovision. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. And I'm going to ask the goblin in Sydney, <laughs> what do you do with yourself? Um, well, I'm a full-time student. I'm also a bartender and a barista, a mother, a millionaire, a billionaire, a lawyer. I've been going to a lot of concerts this year. That's been nice. It's made up for the like the void in my life that's been left by No Australia Decides 2023. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah, seeing yeah. a lot of talented artists, which isn't something you usually do at Australia Decides. So that's been a really like nice switch up. Uh, Thanks, Aiden. Good to know. Look, I'm uh, bringing it all. <laughs> uh, I want to know, uh, we'll go backwards, so we'll stick with Aiden. Yep. Uh, how did you get into the contest to start with? Like, what's your history look like? What brought you to here today? My family got me into ABBA when I was like four or five. Like, I was in kindergarten, right? I was like a mad Wikipedia kid. I reckon, because at the time that it was, I reckon I was one of the first toddlers like raised on Wikipedia rabbit holes. And so then I like, you know, like, you know, when you like go on a Wikipedia and then you just like go article after article and you're just reading everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like five. That explains so much. (laughs) Aiden, I know that you can't see us, but we all look extremely confused right now. Well, that was like, that was like very formative. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder all your opinions are just like nonsense because you got your info from Wikipedia. Well, yeah, no, like I feel like I knew about the Eurovision 1969 four-way tie before I knew how to like walk pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. but yeah I like recorded it well no like I think my dad recorded it for me on like the set top box in sorry in 2007 he recorded the 2007 semi-final for me and I remember watching it and but the first song was oh my god what is their name Alicia and Stoyan from Bulgaria with water oh and it's the most fucking terrifying song I don't know how as a five-year-old that didn't turn me off it for life because that is that is a hell of an experience. <laughs> no, I remember I was very much in love with Unsubstantial Blues from Hung- Hungary. That was like a really nice song. I loved it. I had like the staging burned into my mind for years, like with the bus stop sign and everything. And I also just really fucking loved Scooch. I still love Scooch. I feel like Scooch gets such I was a waiting bad for rap. <laughs> I know. No, but like Flying the Flag is like really well staged. 
It's really funny. It's really fucking catchy. It's like genuinely funny. No one ever talks about how it's like genuinely really good British humor. It's like got the innuendo, but it's not like in your face. It's not like dust in the turkey. It's like got some class to it. But then they're also talking about like sucking people off on an airplane. Like it's brilliant. Aiden, I asked you how you got into Eurovision, not a summary about <laughs> flying the flag. Okay. You're still so, like, reeling over the fact that you were five in 2007. Yeah, I was. No, okay. Sorry. I got, I got hooked on it via. <laughs> I, got, I got hooked on it in 2007 just by watching it on a recording. And then every year since I've watched it. And I've loved it. And in 2016, I got into national finals. And then in 2018, I got into, like, the fandom proper. And my life has never been the same since in a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) And now you can never leave. Now I'm a podcast bro. (laughs) Yeah, aren't we all? We're all podcast bros. Well, hopefully the two of you won't give such a convoluted story. Well... (laughs) I first encountered Eurovision, like obviously I knew about ABBA and Celine Dion and stuff, but I first encountered Eurovision at a friend's birthday party in 2010 and immediately just fell in love with Lena, was like, this is a vibe. Yeah. Satellite is a vibe. And then first watched the contest kind of properly in 2012, which was interesting, but it was a lot of fun. Big Bought winner. Bought a CD and had a huge winner. Mum and I used to have a big old giggle at Can Bonomo's Love Me Back. Particularly the the sing with me my children line that's like yeah. whispered real creepy, yeah we had a great time listening to that in the car and just like losing it laughing. Then yeah have been watching since first got into national finals in 2016 and promptly stopped watching national finals in 2016 <laughs> when <laughs> when Tom Francis lost to Laura Tesoro. I'm still heartbroken about it and everything's fine and I genuinely have not watched a national final aside from Oz decides until San Remo this year, which oh, I'm was so mentioned sorry. last week that I'm the biggest uh, Marco Mangoni stan. And I have a bone to pick with you, Jade, but I will save it for later. <laughs> Whatever could you mean? Anyway, that's good to know. Thank you so much, Holly. Uh, Zoe, how did yeah. you get into Eurovision? <laughs> well, it started when I was born. Um, wow. No, <laughs> four Aidens. Yeah, beat yeah. that. You're a Lasko's child. Yeah, I feel really one-upped. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think my first memory of Eurovision is like vague memories of 2010. I think it was my dad's partner at the time when she moved in with us was into like she was into Eurovision like since it started airing here in the 80s. Yeah. So she watched it with us, and that was kind of you know it was just on every year. I enjoyed it, had some fun. I think I have memories of like 2013 just being like enamored by Emily DeForest and that being like the first Eurovision song I really loved and then 2014 came around and I was hooked like I was obsessed I got so into it after that and after watching Conchita win yeah so my first live Eurovision was 2015 when we our first entry which was pretty sick it's a good year to yeah yeah pretty good year to start first year live first year voting and yeah I started getting international finals 2018 I think one or two and then I've slowly tried to follow as many as I can since would you say that's around the same time that you sort of joined the Twitter fandom as well yeah so I I've been on Twitter for like half my life now um, it really shows. <laughs> so I do have, oh um, but my current account, I started in 2017 yeah. to follow Eurovision and only started using it frequently 2018. 
think I did a little bit of Eurovision posting on my old account, but that was mainly for other cringy 12-year-old interests. Yeah. Shout out to the K-pop fandom. Big up to <laughs> K-pop fandom. I was more into the Discord fandom first. So the Discord oh fandom. God. The Reddit fandom turned Discord fandom. So the Reddit, su- the Eurovision subreddit. Oh, I thought you were saying like you were a fan of the app Discord. <laughs> no. And I was thinking, <laughs> what? The Discord fandom? I mean, Why this- is there a fandom for that? Sorry. I mean, this podcast wouldn't be possible without, without Discord. Discord. Shout out Discord. Sponsor yeah. us Discord. Yes. Um, no, so. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no, so the uh, Reddit r slash Eurovision fandom started a Discord. I think it was 2017. Okay. And I was really active in that first. And then that kind of tapered off. Some weird shit happened around like 2019-ish from memory. And then, yeah, slowly kind of like 20. 18, 2019, started using Discord less, started using Twitter more, went to some weird fucking party in the Gold Coast in 2019 and yeah, saw some weird fucking people on the Gold Coast and the rest is history. And now you're a podcast And bro. now I'm a podcast bro and now I'm sitting on a couch in a random suburb in Greater Melbourne yes, talking about your doxing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you sort of got into the – Twitter community, like, as you got, I mean, a little bit before you got international finals, would you say the same? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I had to think about it. I was like, no, I was definitely in the Twitter community. Like, and then I went, no, 2016, I wasn't on Twitter. I mean, I was on Twitter, but I wasn't watching national finals and like live tweeting them and stuff. I was just having a cry in my bedroom about Tom Francis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, after getting on Twitter, I guess I kind of like dabbled, but yeah, Twitter is a, a long and distant memory for me these days it's interesting because you say that but you're the person that dragged me i am onto twitter correct after we met yeah which is look we all make mistakes <laughs> well you dragged me on there and then you dipped uh presently and now after I, like three years yeah yeah <laughs> so now it's just me and the um me and the demons. Look you out on your own. <laughs> yeah. Fend for yourself. That's exactly right. You know what? You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Gave you a go gurt and a pat on the back yeah. and went, go for your life, kid. Good luck. And Aiden. Hello. I don't even want to ask about <laughs> Twitter for you, but I'm going to ask. Yeah. When did you start your uh, adventure into the hellscape that is Twitter? I got it during the 2018 national final season, but I started actually using it just after Melfest under Tansen that year, because I really wanted to talk about Renata's All the Feels, because for some reason oh. that song really resonated with me at the time. Like something about like she had a different outfit in all three of her performances, and then she added these like sunglasses in the under Tansen performance that were just so slay. They were so funny. It was so good. She Is like that the orange outfit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that but she wore this like all denim outfit in under Tansen. I was just like obsessed with it, and I was like rooting for her as the underdog because it was kind of a year where it was unclear who was gonna win. And then in the final, her earpiece broke in her performance. And so she spends her performance like yelling at the sound desk. And that is when I was like, that was like my first live 20 experience. Because I was like, this is television. The Emmy Award right now. Like (laughs) that was brilliant. And I used like so many bits of that performance as reaction images. And then I was just basically sucked in. But yeah, like then I was like fully in it for Eurovision season. And I was fully showing my ass being like lost and found top five. Then it came 42nd. And that started a long, long history of me embarrassing myself in public. 
And to this day, it continues. Yes. And we thank you for it because it's quite entertaining. Thank you. <laughs> but we should talk about some songs. How good are songs? How? Well, I mean, considering what's up first, maybe we should be saying how good are songs. Well, let's start by talking about our first entry, which is Azerbaijan's Tell Me More by Terrell Turan X. And I'm going to step away from the discussion here a little bit. I'm going to let the three of you sort of talk about it, but I'll... I'll lead everyone in and um, give each other some prompts. Yeah, that might be a mistake because I literally can't fucking remember the songs. <laughs> so I don't know how much I'm going to have okay, to say. Okay, well, I'll pick on Zoe first. Yeah, uh, when you said we were talking last night about what we're going to be talking about today, yeah. you were like, oh, I'm thinking, you know, da, like this, 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 Azerbaijan. It took me a good five minutes of sitting there just like staring at my wall being like, wait, Azerbaijan even in it this year? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then I listen to the song and I'm like, uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they're in it, but are they like in it, you know? Yeah. They announced their entry quite late as yeah. well into the game. Like, I feel like there wasn't as much. There was no hype. Yeah. There wasn't any hype. Were they the last, like not counting national finals, they were the last internal artist. No. Oh, like we yeah. knew Brunette, we knew Iru. Yeah. They were a massive question mark. Yeah. It was like them 36 time. and then Mimi Cat was the last artist. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. So you don't remember much about the entry? I've listened to it a few times since last night okay. to try and have opinions for today and I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we've got someone to influence uh, your opinions to start with. Holly. I actually really like it. Like the the instrumental, the chords remind me of two very specific songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the start is the chord progression from Kiss Me by Six Months and Other Richer. Yep. And gives me a weird sense of nostalgia for a time before Aiden was born. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it just, yeah, feeds five-year-old Holly. Like I watched the recaps before I listened to all the songs. The bit that they put in the recap is so generic, like four chord basic really flat vocal that I was like Ugh. the bit it reminds me of is the four chords song by the axes of awesome which is like every oh song god ever. yeah yeah but then I listened to the whole thing all together I was like no this is a vibe I like yeah I I'm here for this it's not going to qualify it's not going to do well but I like it I think it's going to qualify I know we're going to oh, yeah. I know we're going to get to this you later you you're jumping and I love it I think it's going to qualify but but is that because it's Azerbaijan and they have a bit of you know Oh, they have a history with yeah. SIM cards. They yeah, yeah. They've been, <laughs> they've is, been known to dabble is one way in to the Lithuanian art of inflating <laughs> their own numbers a little bit. Aiden, what do you think about this? I one? love it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why. Oh, that was good. No, wait, no, it's called Tell Me More. Tell me more. I was tell like, yeah, that was, tell that me. was oh, almost really good. So, such a Damn. good opportunity. Mister, um, swing and a miss. Look. I just think it has such a nice vibe to it. The opinion is it's really shit. And to be honest, the Apple Music preview of it leaked a few hours before it came out and it was just like the rap bit. And I was pointing and laughing with everyone else. I was like, what on earth is happening in Azerbaijan? And then the song came out and I ate my words a little bit because yeah, the rap is still a little bit odd and it's still got this weird jarring like half commitment to pulling a happier than ever near the end and going into something a bit more hardcore. Mm. And the voicemail at the beginning is, I'm criticizing it more than I'm praising it, but the voicemail at the beginning is a little bit like bizarre just to like waste time on in a performance. Like I'm hoping they'll stage it well. 
But like apart from that, the vibe of the song is just so nice and I can just listen to it like on repeat. Like it's just got this really nice gentle beachy vibe to it you know they tell me more about me you us it's like yeah i am totally at peace right now which is not something i usually expect from azerbaijan like my like main thought about it is i really appreciate that azerbaijan are doing something different because like their luck has run out with sending swedish songwriters and so they've taken a risk not too much of a risk because it's still in english but they've taken a bit of a risk with going with some like homegrown songwriters and they've changed up the vibe a lot. Like, you cannot say that they are sending a similar song to Fade to Black. Maybe, if you don't like it, the quality's similar. But I I feel like of the two countries that got televote zeros last year, Switzerland are doing the same thing, and Azerbaijan are trying something boldly different and new and fun to me. I don't know. I really like it. It's in my top ten. Yeah, what are the writing credits on this? Is it self-penned? You know what? I totally just said it's written by Azeri songwriters. I have no idea if that's true or not. I know. Uh, It's written by them. Okay, yeah, cool. No, because the broadcaster said they really wanted to focus on Azeri songwriters this year. And I was like, that's kind of promising. And then it wasn't promising. And then it was promising. I mean, look, maybe. Yeah, all of these names, none are standing out as like regular songwriters. Sweet, yeah. Um, no dream team of any kind. It's yeah, they're are the dream team writers. alive? Like what happened I to mean, them? Or are they like gone because Kirkorov is like banned from every country for good reason? I think that's probably true. I don't think anyone wants to have Philip Kirkorov in there. Like, because imagine the controversy. Oh yeah, the controversy. I should say, if anyone knew about. that he was, you know, participating in any national final, if he was internally writing, there's no way. Yeah. At this point in time. Was he hanging around Moldova as he usually does this year or no? Not that I knew. Okay. I think Moldova knew better. I'd hope so. I mean, they chose better. I mean, they almost chose Sunstroke Project. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Philip Kikarov in the near future. Thank Thank God. (laughs) So basically what we have here is someone that can't even remember the song. Someone who... Doesn't like it and thinks it'll qualify and two people who like it and don't think it'll qualify. Yeah, I'll be happy yeah. if it avoids last in the semi, honestly. Honestly, to me, I'm it's in the been same giving, boat. It's been giving like 22 by Sarah McTurnan vibes. That was another one where my expectations were on the floor and then it released and I was like, the vibe is so nice and cute and fun. Please and... let them stage it in an ice cream shop. Oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that could be kind of cute. A, With that would be a vibe. It would be a vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Azerbaijan are known to exacerbate costs for set pieces as like well. the big old stairs yeah well <laughs> the stairs we were talking about the cross my heart triangles yeah last week. i've repressed that they honestly. kind of looked good yeah. honestly i kind of fuck with cross my heart i mean she doesn't anymore apparently but i still do yes yeah that's true too <laughs> she just recently came out and was like cross my heart was a mistake i want to go again i'm like uh uh-huh. wasn't it you who was like Selling this narrative of like, oh, it was about my husband. Wasn't that my the husband thing? is dying? Sorry, I'm yeah, so much. That's right. What? It was. Yeah, yeah, she no. literally like because she's a widow. But then she sold that song as being about her husband. But she didn't even write it. Yeah. I think. Oh. Or she like yeah, that was the whole thing the that she Tamara Tedeschi of it all. Um, and they also had those robots in 2019. Singers? Oh yeah! Oh yes! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, the, I thought you meant the San Marino robots. Yeah, I was thinking and, that too. And the the life changing, Eurovision uh, <laughs> defining, the like uh, the, the effect overlay. of the decade, the yes. ascension. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. But you know what? 
I feel like that is the, one of the highlights of 2019. Not for the is reason the they thought it was. No, no. <laughs> AR, that specific um, section ascension. really makes me mourn the loss of like rehearsal room fan press this year because we're just not probably going to get anything nearly as delusional. <laughs> I'm so burnt. I'm so burnt and I'm never going to trust them again after that. that was, I have to say I was at that Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got to see the rehearsals, right? Imagine my shock seeing it on stage, right? And seeing it in the actual arena and watching him do it. To come out and see all of these like fan media talking about, oh my God, how weird was that AR? And I was like, what AR? And then finally catching it on the screen and realizing what was going on. I was like, what the fuck is it going on? Weird That's like the same as the rumor. There was a rumor for a while that they talk has had an uh, AR eagle. No, that, that was, was real, I think. Like, they were really going to do that, but then Tel Aviv couldn't, I thought. That's what is I... Is that true? Well, I don't I don't know for uh-huh. sure, but I've heard from several reputable and several non-reputable sources that there was meant to be an eagle <laughs> of sorts. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know why that wouldn't have worked when Australia's stuff worked. So maybe that's not true. Uh, worked is generous. Yeah, I don't know about that globe working. <laughs> I think it worked well in the final. I think in the semi it glitches out, but in the final it was fine. Oh, I meant it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in concept, not in execution. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're talking about the eagle, right? No, no the globe. <laughs> wait, are you dissing? Australia globe. Are we dissing the globe gravity? <laughs> wait, I'm dissing... The Globe, everything else was great. What was wrong I did with the not globe? Like globe? I liked the Globe. Aiden, I'm sorry it's taken this long for you to find out. Zoe actually works for Twitter support. What was and it's the, one that killed, <laughs> the one that killed gravity. Wait, what was wrong with the Globe? It was such a nothing I element. It, I found it, I don't know. It didn't, I don't know. I, I felt like it was unnecessary. I feel like the staging would have been better without it, personally. I don't, I don't, I didn't mind the, uh, like the fact that it revealed to the sticks, but I thought up until then it looked a bit shit, you know? That's fair. No, that's fair. So Azerbaijan. Yeah, Azerbaijan. How Before Azerbaijan? we move on from AR, I can't let this podcast continue without mentioning for a second week in a row, Help You Fly by Ivan from Belarus. Dogs with the on wolves. stage. Um, yeah. With the wolves. The real wolves. That was an AR. That was yeah, real wolves. The two, I know. So sad that you didn't get to have two live wolves on stage and perform What do you naked. mean? That was so real. It breaks my heart literally about once a week. <laughs> anyway, that's continue. <laughs> Very frequent. It's very frequent. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts about 2016 in general. <laughs> we'll have to do. Like, like Tom Francis being. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, as a way, Jean. So uh, I'll just go round the grounds and confirm. What are we rating it out of 10? Zoe? I'm giving it like three or four. Like, I don't hate it. Leave. Don't. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate it. I think it's fine like it's very passable i can see the appeal like i think it's gonna do well i think it's gonna do better than people think i think azerbaijan we know azerbaijan have a good amount of money for eurovision and sim cards this, yeah i was like this the staging's gonna be good it, it's gonna have staging i can't see them <laughs> it just, will be on stage it will be uh, yeah. <laughs> i can't see them staging. throwing both of them out there with a guitar and that's it you know i think being where it is kind of Shafts it. It's between Sweden and and Czechia. Oof. That's right, because running orders have now come out. Yeah. So we didn't have that when we recorded the last episode. So we um, now have the running order. It's pretty passable. It's pretty like it's got a, like a little bit of that Twenty One Pilots ish like rock rap 
indie boy type vibe that I think is like people still like. The kitchen sink. The, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I think the fact that it's a tally vote only semi-final means that as a Vajan is going to go through regardless, totally legitimately. I mean, they did get zero last year and they got like outed for trying to, oh no, they weren't even, who was in that little rigging consortium last year? They were part of it. They were part of it. Yeah, they were part of it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. They should have. Yeah. When you look at the list, every country, you're like, yeah, no, that makes sense. But I think last year. Except maybe Poland. Last year, I think it. Romania. No, was no was it bribing jurors? Was it buying? It was jurors. Yeah, it was yeah, jurors. But yeah, but also they have been they've been known to to get some SIM cards. They have been known in decades past. Yes, absolutely. I feel like Azerbaijan <laughs> being known to be a bit shady isn't. Yeah, it's not. That's not slander. Fair. It's just fact. Fair. I mean, why else don't we have the split results for twenty thirteen? Answer me. That. Mm. <laughs> okay, so yes, qualifying. Yes, qualifying. I give it like a. Four. I'll, I'll be generous. I'll give it a four. Okay. Holly. Solid seven. <laughs> Interesting. Why? Do tell. No. I, you not, haven't said anything yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm not it. speaking on this episode. Uh, so <laughs> that's fine. No, like it depends how it's going to be live. We haven't seen it live. We don't know what it's going to be like. I could drop it to a six, six and a half, depending on whether the vocals carry properly or whether they just kind of become shouty. Like I yeah. can see that happening quite easily. But yeah, I don't, if it gets through, it's a borderline qualifier for me. And Aiden? I am giving this a solid seven as well. (laughs) Wait, can we do halves or are we just doing whole numbers? Yeah, yeah, you can do halves. Or you could do do a Fantano. uh, How specific can we be? I just know that you are itching to use your seven Out of a hundred, yeah. uh, 7.137. Okay, I do have to ask, how did the (laughs) 137... You know, like sometimes a song just feels like a seven and also has like one energy behind that. But the three seven after that. That was just for fun. So a 7.1. No, actually, I think my score for it is actually more like a 7.4, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. No, let's go 7.4. It's like just under a 7.5, like just under a three quarters of the way there to being the perfect song. I don't think it's going to qualify. I think it's pretty much dead Ah. unless they pull out like the greatest staging of all time. Which I don't think they'll do because Azerbaijan's idea of good staging is creating a visual atrocity. So I'm thinking like 14th in the semi at best, but like love them. You know, they're the Marcus and Martinez that we deserved. Out of curiosity, Aiden. Yeah. Given that you said that it's three quarters of the way to a perfect song. Yeah. What is your number? Like, what is your 10? What is your 100, I your perfect song? don't have one in this If lineup. you say lost and found, no, I'm well, my, not No, not in this well, lineup, just in general okay. in life. Well, like, if you want to know, ever. I actually have seven songs, a perfect 100, of which four of them you'd know because they're like from the 2010s onwards. So you've got mm-hmm. Dance Alone by Yana Bichesk, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I know is controversial with you, Holly. But if you listen to it as a song, if you really tune in... Oh, it's not in, controversial. It's ridiculous. <laughs> if you it's tune, insanity. If you I will, tune I will into the song on the astral to a doctor, plane like, no. and you really I, connect no, to the no, song on a metaphysical no. level, I think you'll find that it really is pop perfection. <laughs> the second 10 out of 10 I have in the 2010s is Calm After the Storm from the Netherlands. Um, Whoa. <laughs> in a row it's mentioned on the 
on that's the because they it should have been mentioned. Make, it makes Zero more waves. sense than dance that's alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> they took one look as at a perfect <laughs> song. Absolutely, it does. Like they took one look at Fleetwood Mac and they said we can do that, but better. Like they had everything. They wait, 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 wait. Sorry, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Even like I right down to you're not seeing heaven. Even right down to the fact that Ilsa and Waylon were like shagging before the contest, and then by the time they were at the contest, they hated each other, and they still came second. And that was because Mahmoud and Blanco. Like, it was brilliant. It was. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, did I say that out loud? My bad. <laughs> um, I'll go quickly with the other two. Yeah. One of them is Shum, which I don't think is that controversial because Shum is Shum. No, no, that's fair. Shum is yep, good chat. And then the other one is Zero Gravity because I'm above all a nationalist when I want to be. AR world included in the 10 AR world 10, is more than included. Yeah. I think my comment on it is actually just about the backing vocalist that was really loud in the grand final. Oh, looking shouty, man. What do you think the song needs to make it a 10 out of 10? What's it missing? A point. Like, as much as I like the vibe, like, what is it doing? Oh. Like, you start with, like, 45 seconds. I was like, like no, it needs mail. two and a half to get to ten. Like, I that's know. how points work. <laughs> it's just kind of, like, going through the motions of being cool rather than actually being cool. It's a cute song. It's kind of, like, half finished. Like, it has the bones of a nine out of ten, but they've kind of fucked it up to the point where it's only a 7.4. Slow. That's okay. I just want to know what goes on inside your head. It's largely playback of Tell Me More by Tarantula Rex. <laughs> okay. Stop calling the tarantula. tarantula. Uh, and with that, I'm going to, I'm cutting this as a yeah. section right here. So the next country we're going to talk about this episode is probably very near and dear to one of our hosts' hearts. As a whole, I would say Zoe is a pretty big Portugal stan. One could say. Str- streets do be saying. Streets can confirm. So we're going to be discussing Mimi Cat's entry, which is I Curacao. Yeah. It won Festival to Cancel. Yeah. This year. Has Mimi Cat participated in FTC before? Um, yes. Not as far as I know. Oh, has she? Oh. Has she? <laughs> um, the Portugal stan has been defeated. Yeah, no, I only found, no, no she hasn't participated oh, wait. since like FTC got its big rebrand a few years ago, but under yeah, a different Yeah, no, she was in it in name, like the 2001. Yeah. She was, she had a different yeah. stage name and everything. I didn't go but listen to the song cause I don't like this enough to care, but like good for her. First of all, for our friends that watched FTC, Aiden and Zoe. Yes. Uh, what did we think about the national final as a whole? Because I think this is our <laughs> first national final song that we've actually. Well, reviewed. Italy. Uh, no, I don't can- count San Actually, Remo. San oh, Remo was in Excuse it. me. <laughs> are, we, are we doing this now? Is this when it happens? Anyway, I'm not in this chat. So uh, oh. tell us about FTC. Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, I feel like Ada and I have very different <laughs> opinions. I liked FTC this year. Yeah, I mean, well, we usually agree, don't we? Like, I think we've both really loved FTC throughout like the 2020s in the past even like back half of the tw- like 2010s like apart from when you liked Telemovish <laughs> and I liked Mundo Amudo um, I don't know how you say it yeah that will that was a contentious one but we're a- dueling that out with apart Hannah's. from that we usually quite like FTC together <laughs> I feel like this year though 
I think I felt more strongly about FTC this year when I first heard it than I do now. Like it definitely has aged a little bit on me. But I remember when songs dropped, I was like, this is an amazing year. I'm having so much fun. I love all these songs. And you were like, I'm going to burn down Portugal. <laughs> I was um, pretty not impressed actually pretty cut i was i yeah i usually expect portugal to give me like a few things that i really like and really nothing connected with me the traumatic effects of love is on my side managing to win two years ago have finally mm. showed their ugly head because why were there like five english songs that was not a good move yeah but yeah no i feel like looking at my fdc the highest English song I have is Neon Soho, Endless World at Ninth. Um, they are and literally then... in my bottom four. Like, the four English songs I've just checked. Oh Neon Soho is my 17th, and I have 18th. I was so upset with Barbara Tanogo because Pass for Two oh. was... I just butchered that, but such a lovely song. Yeah. And then Goodnight yeah, was, I was cut. Uh, an atrocity. Where did you both have Mimi Cat? Like, did you think she was going to win... Did you have another favourite? What was the vibe going I into the final? I am a Claudia Pasquale ride or die. <laughs> she is my mother. She is my best friend. Is that and how you say it? Sorry. I would do anything for her. Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. How have you been Pasquale? saying it? I've, I usually just say Pascal. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Nashi Maria was my winner. Like, okay. from the jump, the second I heard it, I'm like, I need this. I think I gave it. Yeah, I gave it a 100. Woof. Um, yeah, Claudia is my winner. I had Mimi Cat in sixth. I I also have Mimi thought... Cat sixth. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Twins. So there was a whole five other songs. Yeah, that so you my thought were better that is than how this. rankings work. Correct. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, uh... I'm just emphasizing a point. That's what our host yeah. does. Above Mimi Cat, I had Claudia Pasquale, Bandura, Inej, Apanaj, uh, Cherky. Worst fucking stage name. Just need to. Put I know. And Mundo in ACL. I didn't fully get the Mimi Cat hype. Like, I do like the song. Now that's in Eurovision. It's in my top ten. I do like the song. I expected it to do well. I did have her picked as a winner. Because she also had that really shaky moment. I think she was, something happened with her voice in, like, the rehearsals for the semi. Like, I can't remember. if I think she was, like, sick or something, maybe. Yeah, I remember um, that, too. So after that happened, I was a bit like, oh. But she pulled it together for the semi, and I was... I think she also left the staging in the hands of the national final. Like yeah. She just said, do what you want. But yeah, after I saw her performance, I was pretty set she was going to win. Now, before we go any further, I want to ask Holly. Who Hello. didn't watch FDC. Yes. What is your initial reaction to this song purely as just the Portugal entrant of the contest this year? It's cool. I don't really have a lot of thoughts about it, if I'm honest. Head empty. Honestly, yeah, same. a little bit. It's very Portugal and For a lot of songs, it? it is a bit. Okay, For a lot yeah. of songs, you mention a song and my brain immediately goes to like the moment or like the bit that's very cool. And you say I chorus out and my head goes, oh, flowy red dresses. Like yeah. <laughs> from the national yeah. final. Like that's what I see. But I don't hear it. I see it. You know, the little Which dancing emoji. I think yeah, kind of sums up how I, like it's, it's fine. It's, it's yeah. a good enough song. I get it. And the fact that both of you had like five songs in FDC above it and when Portugal's usually a pretty strong country when it comes to a national final, I get yeah. that. I totally understand it because I, yeah. And we only even had two of those in common. I have it 17th yeah. in my ranking for the whole year. Like I don't dislike yeah, it. It's just yeah. like fine. It's, it's just, it's, it's all right. It's going to be fun. I hope they bring the flowy red dresses. I want to do the thing with the skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has a nice build to it. 
Yeah. Like something I was listening, noticed when I was listening through it the other day, it's like after every chorus, when she repeats Aikurasa, it starts, she does it twice first and then she does it three times building and then four, like the last one is the fourth. And the oh, like the Bluey minor. theme song. Uh, <laughs> slay, yeah. Eurovision and Bluey, not a conversation I thought we'd be having, but that's okay. Um, Selena shout out. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think it has a nice build to it. I think she performs it live. Well, in my brain, it's a it's a qualifier. Just in like, I she'll pull it off. It's a solid song. It's a sticks in the head. Yeah, yeah. Aiden, what do you think about Portugal? And like, how do you think it's gonna do? As a negative, do you like? Because I kind of was on the song during FTC. Like, I just didn't really get the hype. I didn't really know who the favourites were. Like, I was kind of very tuned out. I watched the final. I thought it was fine. Didn't really expect it to win, just off the basis of nothing. I don't know. It's just kind of like I can tell she's really putting her all into it. But the fact that the song was written in 10 minutes 10 years ago kind of isn't shocking to me. And I don't know. I don't love it. I don't actually, you know what, I don't even dislike it. I feel like I'm sounding too negative about it for a song that I have, I think 15th, I want to say I have it 15th. It's very right down the middle by the sounds of yeah. everyone. It's yeah, just kind of like, you know, I have friends who have it really, really high and I'm like, you know what? I so get it. It's very, it's an energy you have that- friends? So, oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That was so good. Though. I also have friends who have it like really, really shockingly low and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's not particularly for me. I just think it's fine in a year that usually the bar is lower than fine. So- you know. Yeah. I think in going back to FDC, because from memory, she was one of the open call. Yeah. Artists, so no, she's, she's not the first that... open call, I believe, to win. Yeah. First one to, to win it. Yeah. So like, that's really so cool. I'm... Justice for Girasol and all the other ones that were really good. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's going to kind of maybe change the trajectory of FDC. We can only hope. Um, <laughs> see, but like, I'm in two minds because I'm like, I abs- like FDC is my favorite national final if i could only tune into one it's the one i would tune into it's the one i pay the most attention to yeah and i do love it how it currently is i guess yeah like you said loves on my side kind of changed that trajectory a bit but <laughs> like generally i think it's really solid and yeah i don't know if an open call winning's gonna change anything but it'll be just interesting to see what it does like next year after seven years of new fdc though i think something should shake it up to avoid it going kind of down the Melfest route. I don't think FDC at that point yet. It wasn't like that bad. And like, there was like, you no. can't win Charlie Brown. Like that was an oh, amazing so song, good. an amazing performance. I love it so, so much. I like, I wish they were here right now. I wish we were talking about them, but we are not. But yeah, I think more open call songs and maybe if they shrink the lineup back down to like 16, I feel like 20, they start putting in songs that they wouldn't yeah. otherwise like they go like mm, we could be a little silly a little bit goofy let's put in too much sauce or let's put in world and needs like therapy that's... and then world needs therapy gets eight from the telephone and everyone's watching and thinking what is wrong with portugal <laughs> portugal needs therapy portugal needs therapy yeah focus on yourself after first. this i'm gonna fucking need therapy that's so same bad. but like portugal have gone down a bad route before and took a year off course corrected and fucking won so like i trust after that and how they've managed to turn fdc around i do have a decent amount of faith in rtp to keep things on a so hopefully they won't get like you know um disheartened or anything if love is on my side can qualify i don't see any reason why this can't assuming the staging translates pretty well to the liverpool stage 
and like hopefully they're gonna do the same looking thing now right? it's between latvia and ireland so i think it's gonna qualify based on the fact that it's gonna be i mean i'd like latvia i ireland will get to that <laughs> um but <laughs> more so that it's, it's in between you will be dealt with <laughs> It's in between two rock entries, so I think... That'll either kill it I'm or... I'm sorry, you're not calling Ireland rock. Rock in a very broad sense. It's between two like, men. Like you want to throw rocks at them. It's called guitars. Yeah, right. And a drum, I think. Because, yeah, it's in first half of semi one. It's got something quite forgettable after it. It'll do well. I've, I've got it qualifying. I can't yeah. say it not. I feel like it's a probable qualifier. I feel like it could be a non-qualifier, but I'd still call it a shock non-qualifier if it did. But I'm also still expecting it to qualify. It's just kind of like one of those like 8th to 12th injuries. I think it's the it's the mum song of semi-final one. I think the same crowd that would vote for Lithuania would vote for Portugal. See, I'd say Ireland would be if Ireland had vocalists behind it. So I reckon Portugal's a good shout, to be honest. Or the Netherlands, but we'll get to that. Oh, no, we already did the Netherlands. No, I've done Netherlands. Too bad. Yeah. You don't get a say on that. No, that's okay, because I would have said stuff that you would have had to cut. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Holly, do you feel the same? Do you feel like it's a safe qualifier? Do you feel like it's borderline? What's the vibe? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> this is going to be a cop-out, but I just, I have no feelings. Yeah. Like mm, it's fine. Yeah, I feel like that sort of eighth to twelfth bracket makes sense. That yeah. it's like, yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, I literally I might just not. did that for Azerbaijan, so I feel yeah, like we all it, get a pass. It on might get thoughts. through, and it'll be sick, and I get to see the red flowy dresses again, and I just—that's <laughs> all I want in my life. I just want a big red petticoat to just like whack people in the face with. Although I will have to say, all of these thoughts, I would like to retract because I just remember she's a real estate agent. And oh, I don't respect uh, that. She's a what? And oh, I mean, she's yeah. real estate. She's a real, real estate, estate agent. agent. She would have loved Layla Jane. <laughs> oh my God. So I like to retract all my thoughts. Fuck landlords. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyone A-cab, going sure. Hate yeah. the rich. Fuck capitalism. Anyone going through a rental increase right now, woo, we woo, feel woo, you. Blame yes. me, God. Right amount of 10. I'm going to give Icarusau a 5.7. <laughs> Cool. All right, moving on. I'm not going to take any comment on that. Zoe? I give Icarusau a... Give it a seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. And Holly? I am very uncomfortable that I'm agreeing with Aiden so much, and I know that there are more agreements to come, um, but like a five and a half. Yeah, I that's just, right. just, just know that I hate myself. I set the trend. Holly <laughs> follows them. You heard it here first. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're going to talk about our host entry. So Ukraine won the competition last year and hosted their national final in a bomb shelter, which is crazy. Also a train station. I think you could hear the trains at yeah. certain points. Is it a train station? Yeah, it was yeah, it's train both. Like it's both. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing that they pulled it off regardless. Um, and what a good national final as well. Like Vindy I was, yeah. Yeah. Like I. It was definitely one of the most national finals of all time. It sure is. And one of the first of the year <laughs> as well. Year. It was the first of the year. It was year. really early. So the winner and the first representative chosen, obviously, was Tvorchi with Heart of Steel. Hmm. I'm going to throw it a Holly to start with. Why? Hey, why not? What do you feel about this song? Do you feel anything this time? Yeah, I, I don't like it. 
Oh, okay. That is a feeling. It's a feeling. <laughs> like I don't hate it, but okay. I do not like it. What don't you like about it? The instrumental's cool, but it goes on long enough that it becomes a little bit jarring. And I just, I don't fuck with the vocal. Like oh. I just don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't spark joy. It just. <laughs> not the Marie. <laughs> <Don't remember laughs> I think part of the reason that I dislike it as much as I do is because of the way that the odds were sitting before all the songs came out. Yeah. Because it was predicted so heavily to win. And I was like, with Stefania, I get it. I understand. It wasn't my favourite last year, but aside from the political climate, it had its moment. I understand how it won. It Mm. is a winning song. Heart of Steel just doesn't feel like a winner to me. It's just there. And I don't, yeah, I think that I'm just so against it potentially winning without having the things that make a Eurovision winning song that I, it just pushes me to the other side and puts me against it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have like gotten in their heads. Like maybe they didn't like Stefania as much as slow-mo or hold me closer spaceman for some reason. And they've kind of like internalized the idea that like Ukraine won solely because of the conflict. And now they've decided Ukraine yeah. will win no matter what they send. And so they're just putting money on this song that really doesn't have legs. No, I completely agree. That's like, I, I feel uncomfortable saying this without feeling like I'm disrespecting Ukraine a little bit. And that is not the vibe, like at all. But had the odds not pushed it so hard and had the climate not been what it is, it wouldn't be up there. If Stefani had come second, Heart of Steel would not be third in the odds. No, no I think you can exactly. respect Ukraine. You can respect what's going on and you can respect Stefania as a song and even how to steal as a song, but still be able to acknowledge that I do like Stefania. I do think it was a contender to win regardless of the context it was in. Totally. But that 500 and odd televote score did not come purely because of that. And I think the same thing's happening this year. I like how I still, but I still feel what you're feeling, I guess. Mm. It's not a winner. I think I have it like very mid table. I think it'll do good. I think it deserves to do good, but I do think a higher placing, i.e. like a top three, would be suspicious. Yeah. I don't want to say undeserved because I don't feel like any song's really undeserved, but... What about Spaceman? I mean, Solo's right there. (laughs) Also, I just want to put it out there as well. Full respect to Ukraine, just for being here, especially with everything that's Mm -hmm. going on in their country. Yeah. And I know that it must be really, really hard for the the duo to sort of, you know, make yeah. this happen while to their homes are... compete, but also to have the capacity to co-host. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the wanting to host outright is yeah. insane. Yeah, good for them. So incredible. Aiden, did I ask you what you thought of the song? Here is my unsolicited opinion on it. It is pretty bad. It's, oh, it's a song... That honestly, I did not like any of the songs that they had on offer. So I did not care what won. But when Torchy won, my first reaction was, this is torture because they've been injured. <laughs> <laughs> <Get him> out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> cut, the, cut the Discord call. Get him that out. Because, <laughs> because they were in Vidbeer a few years ago with just this like really bad song. And Heart of Steel is Yeah, better. it wasn't good. But I was just like, of course, like, you know what? At least they won a national final that I don't care about, whatever. But it kind of, like, had potential. It's kind of got that, like, car ad song 
vibe to it, like truth. Like I could always hear truth by Chingiz in the background of like a Mazda ad and Heart of Steel. I can also no, hear in a car ad. I'm just Mazda going up in the AR like. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, zoom, bitches. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just, I, I, it feels very noisy and it feels like three songs happening at once. And then they just kind of added some translated lyrics and made the instrumental noisier and called it a day and I was very disappointed instrumentally did they do anything other than add strings because I literally can't no they literally just added stuff and didn't take anything away and I'm like besties like it's so loud all the time it's so like everything everywhere all at once it's a lot to take in. So you're saying it's going to win seven overrated. Oscars? Oh my god, we are Ooh, not. Two kinds of we people. are not getting into everywhere, everywhere, all at once discourse. But yeah, no. Not unlike national finals. Haven't seen that either. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the song is just kind of noise for the sake of it. I'd rather have this than Coloscova or When God Shut the Door. Like the like pretty much any other song. Like I'm glad that it's a song that kind of universally no one really cares about a song that's bad that has fans so you know play so i have coloscova and my god shut the door like like they're the like the second and third and Hawachi is the fourth oh who's your first i don't know the um translation it's the dubstep one always sound system so something else that you should know if you are listening in and i don't know aren't privy but because they are hosting their running order position has already been selected as mm. well Ukraine has been drawn 19th in the grand final, which is a pretty good slot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's solid. Solid. Do you feel like having Ukraine in the back half of the competition like that is going to help or hinder it? I mean, it's hard to tell until we know what's around it. That's right. It could be surrounded by duds. It could be surrounded by equally loud songs. Like, I feel like it's been back half like that is always good like it's always a nice place to be but I don't know I think it's too early to tell I think we need to wait and see how it shakes out after the semis it's not going to make a difference to its winning chances no I don't I think you could <laughs> put this sure. song first 26 second 13th 19th it it's not doing what some odd people think not odd people some yeah. betting <laughs> people think that it's gonna do and I'm guessing that those people who are betting on this song also don't want it to do well. They're just very cynical. So it's a win for everyone, I guess, except for their bank accounts. 19th has also been the winning slot for Running Scared and My Number One, which I feel like... So not any good songs? No. Nothing recent. That is a concern. No. I mean, a lot of them have been first half in recent years. It's kind of, yeah. I feel like back half is a good place to do well, but I think a winner is a winner. You could have chucked Zitia Borni anywhere and it would have won. Sadly. Like, I think <laughs> retroactively, sadly, <laughs> in the moment. Actually, no, I take so that So you're back. saying wherever Dua Vite is, we're fine. Wherever what is? Uh, nothing can <sighs> save that. Dua Vite. Do not. Oh, Dua Vite. I heard D- this now? and I was like, seriously? We're dying on the hill of DGT? <laughs> I am not living in a world where a two is considered mid. You told me you had it mid, you dirty fucking liar. Yeah, and it is a mid song. <laughs> sure. So Pretty. give it a five. Yeah, a two? I'm standing by the two. A, I'm standing by the two. two? Sorry you're upset. I don't want your apology. <laughs> Sorry you feel that way. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Sorry you feel that way. 
Anyway. It's fun. Everything's fun. I love being here. I love being a part of this group. Yeah. What a shame you weren't here for Italy and your opinion will never be heard. Anyway, <laughs> so what do we think? Are we rating this one? No. Uh, high, I'm, low? I'm rating this podcast a two out of ten. <laughs> Great. What do you rate this song? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dealing with the giggle in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. What song are we talking about again? Oh, I'm just Ukraine. into a Vitae mood. Ukraine, Ukraine. Um, yeah, like a six. Okay. I guess. Five or six. Aiden. 3.7. <laughs> oh, God. Another ridiculous number from Aiden. Zoe. Like a like a five, maybe a six, probably a oh. five. But that's strong. How did I give it like the highest six. rating when I was the yeah. one that said, I don't like this? <laughs> Just to be fair, I was pretty jazz. negative. I don't hate it. I almost Moving want to give to this a scores. two now. Just that is like... the end of that sentence. <laughs> we are going to wrap this episode up by talking about our final country, which is Serbia. And Serbia... Aiden's already laughing. Serbia has selected uh, Samomisa Spava by Luke Black, which won the national... Aiden, (laughs) what's going on? I'm so sorry. It's just so bad. Continue. (laughs) All right. Okay. So I want to throw to my friends. Maybe we should just start with Aiden. I feel like this is one that we should throw to you, actually. Yeah, no, Jade. How do we feel about it? I'm seeing Jade and Aiden in the ring for this one. Just this is the Jade and Aiden. uh, Jade and Aiden hour. Jaden. All right. This is the throwdown. Aiden, what do you think about this song? So <laughs> this is one of my two zeros in this lineup. I think that... What's the other one out of curiosity? Uh, Israel. <laughs> um, I think that this is a failure of an attempt to create sound. Not even an attempt to create music. I don't think it succeeds in being listenable sound. I can't get through it. As much as I think it wanted to be really cool and have this cool like video game concept going on, the live just feels lazy and cringy and really the whole thing just kind of gives this like electro telemovish vibe where I'm just waiting for it to be over and usually I don't wait, I click off to a different song because I do not like this. I do not like the sound of his voice. I do not like his song. I do not like the look of his performance. I do not like his stupid lobster. I do not like his stupid haircut. Thank you. you I do not the, like Green Eggs You and have man. the I same do not like hair. Him. I, 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 I. Do we have the same hair? <laughs> you have the same hair. Do we? No, I need to go look at Luke Black. Okay, no, his hair's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's the same as yours. He looks really pale, though. Nah, he's like a good looking guy. He just annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> I think we need to start doing this podcast with uh, video because watching Jade's face change emotions then was was peak content. I'm going to jump in before we get a differing opinion. Mm-hmm. And I hate that I agree with Aiden again. You love me. <laughs> it just feels like camp for the sake of camp and like not in a fun way like Verka <laughs> Sudochka or something. Like the instrumental, very cool. Again, Is I it? really like it. And as soon as he opens his mouth, I'm just like, oh, mm. what? Mm. Uh-uh. I just want to sleep forever. Yeah. Oh, I feel God. like I have to agree with Holly. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, the instrumental is great. It's I, really cool. It's fucking sick. Yeah. The second that it goes into that first, like, boo, boo, like the, like the fuzzy bit, I live. Something about his vocal delivery just 
irks me, and I think I figured it out today. I think he's very theatre kid, which explains why you like it, Jade. <laughs> Shocks me that Aiden doesn't like it. Yeah, sick song. Don't know how I feel about him, though. So, Jade, <laughs> um, I know you're hosting this episode, so you're not really talking yes. much, but I can feel some tension all the way from Sydney. How do you feel about yeah. some of me suspava? So... <laughs> i got to tell you, whatever feelings I had about Italy, it's the complete opposite for this song because I think Samamisa Spava is so camp and interesting and really innovative because we have a man who has an unconventional voice <laughs> with a song No, that- I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> unconventional and bad are not synonyms. I'm going to continue. An unconventional voice who is willing to experiment and get creative and create something dark and different that this contest hasn't seen in a very long time. And this is a guy who has created this song by himself and hasn't been afraid to get funky with the instrumental and and, uh, really create... Can I just say, and it shows really quickly. (laughs) Okay. I just know it smelled funky in there. Why are you laughing at me? (laughs) It got funky. I'm going to (laughs) cry. It got funky. Let me finish. (laughs) You also got Dixie and Cranky. Shit. You asked me for my opinion. Let me finish. Sorry, Jade. Sorry, Jade. Um, <laughs> it is such a serve what he is bringing to you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. <coughs> okay, okay. Everyone's going to regain the composure. Are we good? Sorry. Can I keep going? Jade, you were saying something about a serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you about how he's funky. Um, I think this is something really special <laughs> that is going to stand out. I, <laughs> my life was forever changed hearing this song for the first time. Same. Because, yeah, <laughs> changing the trajectory of all of our lives. Because I just think that, like, even the staging concept and, like, playing with the themes of, like, sleeping and video games and, like, what is this life? Like, it's just really unique and... um. You know, we, we hear so much of the same stuff in Eurasia. Zoe's like prepping themselves like up close to the mic to spit some absolute shit at me. And I just, I am hypnotized. Stop laughing. I'm hypnotized <laughs> by, uh, by the song every time I hear it. I just think that it's like the thickest, dirtiest bass line I've, I've heard. And yeah, it's very comfortably in my top four of the whole year. If this song is about video games, which is like an electronic kind of, you know, yeah. interconnecting, would you say this is the spiritual successor to the social network song? <laughs> or, 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 or. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, thank you for your question. Wrong, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anything else anyone would like to? I love that this song has been compared to the Social Network song and Telemovish and not any song that managed to qualify. Well, I, I would like to talk. I would like to. No, I disagree with the Telemovish. I agree with it. 
I mean, I Talamovish winner of 2019 Song of the Life. True, fucking true. love it. Yeah, 15th in the same. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house with hammers. <laughs> but don't you think? Don't you think it's like giving Gaga a little <laughs> bit? <laughs> As Only in, if you like put the words "goo goo" before it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's whatever. It's no, because Gaga has a good vocal. Yeah, but people didn't like Lady Gaga when she first showed up on the scene either. And yeah, but like, she could seriously sing. not comparing Luke. Black Black you're not calling innovator. Luke Black the new Gaga. I am. Oh my! I definitely innovator. think Luke Black would have been innovative if he did this in 2008. Sure. I feel it still like wouldn't have been good, but sure. I really think that Eurovision is yet to see something like Thank this. Thank God. I think it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's they should have, really special. They should have kept it that way. Yeah. I don't want to sound too fucking pretentious and I don't want to be like, oh, my God, my music taste is so cool and different. But I'm like maybe because I think I could comfortably say I listen to some more. Yeah. You listen to Gex, stuff. you can say yeah. this. Yeah, like Gex, you know, Death Grips, Black Midi. Yeah. I guess it is in a innovative in the way of Eurovision. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just my my background that's stopping me from... Did, <laughs> did any of you guys watch the Serbian national final at all? Like, do you know any of the songs? I didn't watch it live. I think I ran through the songs while the final was airing before Luke Black was announced. Right. Because there were a lot of gays. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> many gays. They had like 10 gays in the final. It was it was a lot. I didn't rank it. I didn't take notes. I just kind of accepted that it. Luke Black is going to take over. Yeah. Well, when I was watching, it was Luke Black or was it is it Philip? Is that his name? Oh, Philip Balos. Yeah, he ended yeah. up being more of a fan favorite than a Serbian favorite. But I love I loved that song. Oh, that was great. But like they were like the two favorites that I was hearing about anyway. Yeah, I think I probably would have preferred the latter. I say I'm talking so much shit. I don't even dislike this song. Um, well, well, then why are you laughing at me? Because <laughs> it's really, this is really funny. Yeah. Like, it's fine. It's a fine song. I have very kind of middle of the road opinions on it. It definitely did stand out in the final and I do get how it won. But yeah. Do we, <laughs> I'm scared to ask. Do we think it's qualifying? Semi one, by the yes. way. Semi one. What's it around? Let me check. It's like second. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, it's between it's Malta third. and Latvia. Yeah. It's third. Oh, it's third? I okay. hope with my entire heart that the song crashes and burns. I myself think that it's going to go through. I've seen a few people saying, no, I really think this song is dead in the water. And maybe I'm just too negative, like pessimistic. But I think it's going to be just fine, to be honest. I, yeah. I completely yeah. agree. I don't see it I'm not I'm not happy opposite. about it. Yeah, no, I'm deeply agree. unhappy, I, but I think it'll I be. think it's a personal qualifier for me, but I don't see it happening. I think really? We've got Norway opening up the show, which is quite loud, a different kind of loud, but very, very loud. Yeah. And then Malta's a pretty in your face. And then Serbia. And I think by the time people get to that, it's going to be, I don't know, that's three very big songs like back to back to back to open up the first semi. I think by the time people get to Serbia, they're going to be a bit burnt out. They're going to, I think it's a little too inaccessible in that it sits in this weird space where it's like not, it's too weird for the normal viewers, but it's not going far enough for the people that like the weird shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel I like think people just, who like weird shit in that show are going to be focusing on Finland. They'll be focusing on Finland. I reckon Croatia's going to get some pull. Oh, God, um, yeah. Even even Czechia, I'd go as far as Croatia to say. beating Serbia um, after all of this would be very fun. It's not going to happen. I think it's going to qualify very easily. <laughs> anyway, uh, rate it out of 10. Zero. <laughs> Holly, rate it out of 10. Three, but it'd be a five if you shut up. <laughs> Sorry, do I have to leave that out? No, no, okay. that's fine. That's good. Uh, Zoe. Holly will not be invited back. <laughs> it's like a six. Instrumental's an eight. His voice is a three. So I'd give it like a six. Jade, yeah. I know you get no say, but what's your score for it anyway? Uh, it's a 9.5. Oh my yeah. God. Anyway, and that is, we're, we're going to wrap up Servia with my correct opinion. <laughs> <laughs> sure. This is a podcast, not a dictatorship. <laughs> I um, I pull the strings. Yeah, anyway. I know. Yeah, I know. It's quite right. sad. Well, yes. We actually have a new tradition that started as of last episode, which was our first episode. <laughs> so it is a tradition that has always existed. Um, Lockie has started by saying we're going to go through our top three at the moment. So each time you come on the podcast, it could change. We'll start with Holly this time. What's your third, second and first? Hello. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. I've been here the whole time. Yeah. Honestly, my top, like, my one and two are set. Okay. But my number three could be anything that's sort of down to my number ten at this point. Like, it's not certain. I don't know. But I did a ranking today, and this is where it sits today. Uh, My number three is Latvia, Aya by Sudden Lights. Yep. My number two is Carpe Diem. Slovenia by Joker Out. And to the surprise of absolutely no one. Wow, I wonder what's coming. My number one is Due Vite by Marco (gasps) Mangoni. All right. Anyway, so Aiden. Excuse you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, What a shame you missed that episode. I'm going (laughs) to fart sound everything you say from now on. Uh, That's fair. Aiden, what's your top three look like? Similarly to Holly, my top two are set. The order of them has switched around a bit, but my top two are my top two. I don't see that changing. But I have had five different countries as my third over the past two weeks. Like, since all the songs came out, I've had five different countries in third place. Currently, I have Lithuania third with Stay. Mm. Second, I have Carpe Diem, just like Holly. And then first, I have Cha 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 by... Karaja. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I've just realized Kar-ya. that I've Kar-ya. never said it out loud. Karaja. Karia. Karaja. I'll go because I'm sick of being controversial and at the end. Um, <laughs> my third place is still Austria. Who the hell is Edgar? <laughs> I probably deserve that. Uh, it's very close, though. It could be Luke Black, but uh, oh, it geez, is. That's not better. <laughs> anyway, so it's currently Austria. Um, but my top two have done a switcheroo Ooh. since the last episode. So, unfortunately, Lorene has dropped to second Flop. place. Loser. <laughs> NQ alert. <laughs> well, uh, so, Tattoo is second. And my current winner is now Karia's Cha-Cha-Cha, which I'm not sure how long it's going to stay there. Honestly, my top two have been flip-flopping around. So, it could be... It could be either of them. Also, I take back my fart noises. Who the hell is Edgar is actually a very good Thank song. Thank you. Thank I just, you. I, 
It's not the song that I have an issue with. It's, it's me. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that was going. And Zosef. Zosef, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Like my top two is locked and my third and fourth, I'm kind of tossing. Actually, no. My third, fourth, fifth Oof. Um, are all kind of throwing, going around. My fifth may become my third soon. I don't know. We'll see how it shakes out. But right now, my third is Voyager, Promise, Australia. Oh. Huge. Good tune. Love it. My second is uh, Ia Ia, Flanca Paloma, Spain. She's my, my home girl, my main girl. Love her. And then to the surprise of absolutely fucking no one, Fiddler, Cha Cha Cha. It's, it's winning. I'm calling it now, early on. Sorry. In all honesty, I'm very disappointed that you didn't answer by singing AIR. Like Blanc has answered everything ever. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what I wanted from asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> all of us to start singing. Yeah. I mean, wow. Uh, once again, we've reached the end of the episode. Incredible. I know. Uh, and we lived. We it only took survive. us two well, hours. <laughs> Yes, two hours. That's okay. It only took a third of that being Azerbaijan. I want to thank my three guests for being here. Zoe, Holly and Aiden. Thank you so much. No problem. Anytime. That's all good. Thank you. We hope to see you for the next episode. You can follow us on social media at Eurotrashtalk on Instagram and Twitter. At us, tell us if you agree with people's opinions. If you disagree, feel free to yell at any of us at any time about <laughs> things we said, I guess. We're putting ourselves out on the internet, so I'm assuming yeah. that it's probably fine with everyone. Thumbs up, rate five stars. Yeah, exactly. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Make sure you Smash hit the bell. Smash that bell. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Brings us to the end. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. Bye. See ya. The Eurotrash Talk podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by Jade Gray. The Eurotrash Talk theme song is composed by Lachlan Trappett and recorded and produced by